Welcome to episode one in our pelvic floor podcast series. In this episode, we cover the basic 101 of where your pelvic floor is, why it is such an important muscle, and why I believe every woman needs to understand her own pelvic floor muscles. Enjoy! Hey mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with physiolora. Hello and welcome to my first episode in this pelvic floor podcast mini series with me. So this series is a solo series where you'll hear from me, Physio Laura. And for those who don't already know who I am, who may have randomly stumbled across this podcast, I'm a women's health physiotherapist. Today, we're going to cover the basics of the pelvic floor, where these muscles are, what muscles are not your pelvic floor, what the pelvic floor actually does, and why it is so important for all women to understand more about their own pelvic floor. This pelvic floor series will include five episodes covering the basic 101 of where your pelvic floor is, why it is so important, how to exercise those muscles correctly, how to manage incontinence and prolapse, what an overactive pelvic floor is, and what you can do to relax better, plus the impact that pregnancy and birth will have on the pelvic floor. In some of these episodes, I will include interviews with some of my wonderful Pregnancy Posse members who share their personal stories about pelvic floor dysfunction, which I think that you'll find super relatable and insightful. And after this five-part series, you truly will be a pelvic floor superstar. For those of you who want to dive in deep to all the episodes in this series straight away and cannot wait another day, the entire series is now available inside my online pregnancy program, The Pregnancy Posse. You can watch this entire series plus access pregnancy safe workouts by visiting thepregnancyposse.com where you can trial it for seven days. Now I want to kick these solo episodes off with a little rambling or musing about what's been on my mind lately. I will take inspiration from what I talk about in my weekly pregnancy email that I send out each Friday and from the different things I experience in the week. So to kick it off today, I did a little pen to paper exercise recently to help me work out while I've been feeling so ugh lately. (laughs) So in column A, I listed all the activities that make me feel high vibe and amazing, giddy with excitement and lit up. And in column B, I listed all the things that make me feel crappy and gross. Now, this is a stupidly simple exercise, yet profoundly eye-opening because I realized I was doing so many things from column B and hardly anything from column A. So this has prompted me to kick my butt into action to reprioritize where I'm spending my time. So I'm now trying to meditate each morning. I'm finally organizing to get my dishwasher fixed so I don't feel like I spent all day hand washing dishes and I just put myself in for an indulgent massage. I'm also consciously spending less time mindlessly scrolling the gram. I've curbed my recent gingerbread cookie habit (laughs) and I'm delegating work tasks that just do not need to be done by me. So I wonder if this might be good food for thought for you to do a similar exercise if your energy is feeling a little off kilter. I find it is always the simplest things like this activity that have the most profound impact. So cheers to a life of column A activities and enjoy today's episode where we dive in about the basic 101 of the pelvic floor and why all women need to understand these muscles better. 
Hello ladies and a welcome to my first official mini series for the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. When deciding on what topic I wanted to launch with, it was a fairly easy decision as so many of the ladies inside my Pregnancy Posse membership want to know more about their pelvic floor. Pelvic floor related questions are also by far the most common question I am asked about. So I thought we'd kick off my brand new podcast with everyone's favorite topic, the pelvic floor. So there will be five episodes in this series. Today's episode will dive into what exactly the pelvic floor is, where it is, and why it is important for all women to know about it. The next episode, we will go deep on exactly how to contract and relax these muscles properly, as the most common problem I see amongst pregnant and postpartum women is that they don't quite know how to do their exercises correctly, and they feel a little lost as to where to start. And in the third episode, we will talk about when things don't quite go to plan. So we'll talk about pelvic floor dysfunction and more specifically incontinence and prolapse. The fourth episode will be a goodie. We'll be chatting about overactive pelvic floor muscles and how you can try to relax and release these muscles properly. Also another really common topic that I get asked about. And to round up the last episode in this series, we'll discuss how the pelvic floor changes during pregnancy and after birth. And we'll talk about exactly why pregnancy and birth, which includes both vaginal delivery and cesarean section, can affect the pelvic floor and what you can do to minimize any issues in this stage of life. Now, I think at the end of this series, all of you wonderful ladies will have such a great understanding of the pelvic floor, and I'm so excited for you to soak up all this content. And as always, I'd love to hear what you think of each episode and if you have any more questions. So, okay, let's jump straight into today's topic. So all this chat about pelvic floor, but what exactly are we talking about? Well, first of all, to clear things up, the pelvic floor may also be referred to as Kegel exercises, which is the American phrase for pelvic floor exercises. So if you hear someone saying they are doing their Kegels or their Kegel exercises, they mean they are doing their pelvic floor exercises. So the pelvic floor is a sling of muscle which sits at the base of your pelvis. It attaches from the pubic bone at the front and slings all the way around to the tailbone at the back. So imagine a big hammock covering the entire base of your pelvis. That is your pelvic floor. I also describe it to women as the padded area of your underwear. So where a menstrual or continence pad would sit. What is also important to know about the pelvic floor is what muscles they are not. So the pelvic floor is not your glute or your bottom muscles, it is not your abdominal muscles, and it is not your inner thigh muscles. The pelvic floor is just the muscles at the base of the pelvis, that is all. The pelvic floor has a few very important jobs. So the first one is to keep you continent. It does this by squeezing around your passageways, so your urethra, vagina, and anus, which helps to hold in urine and feces when we need to but it also allows us to go to the toilet by relaxing these passageways properly. So in simple terms, it helps to control what comes out and when. Its other job is to provide support to the pelvic organs and therefore prevent or manage prolapse. It does this by holding your organs, so your bladder, your uterus and your bowel, up inside of your pelvis. So imagine it like the ultimate support bra. Having a good strong pelvic floor is like wearing a really well-fitted support bra to help hold everything up and in. And we can't forget about its very important role in sexual function and sexual sensations. Now, whilst the pelvic floor doesn't make up 100% of what I do in my role as a physiotherapist, it does make up a large proportion of my job. So it is clearly a very important muscle and one that more women should know about. 
As we'll talk about in the last episode of this series, there are things that happen to the pelvic floor during pregnancy and birth that we need to address. Now let's dive a little deeper. You now know where the pelvic floor is, but let's chat about the different type of pelvic floor muscle fibers that we have. So we have fast twitch and slow twitch fibers in the pelvic floor, which I bet you didn't know about. (laughs) Fast twitch fibers are important for activities such as coughing or sneezing when you quickly need your pelvic floor to respond to the increases in intra-abdominal pressure. So these fibers are exercised by doing your quick flick contractions or repeated contractions, which we'll chat about more in the next episode. On the other hand, slow twitch fibers are important for activities such as needing to hold on to get to the toilet or when exercising. And these are worked out by doing long hold pelvic floor exercises to improve your strength and your endurance. So we now know where the pelvic floor is, what sort of muscle fibers they have, but why should we care so much about it? Well, specifically for pregnancy and postpartum, I'm going to dive in deep in the last episode of this series to help you understand this better. But for today, let's take a quick look at some stats to help get your motivation cranked to improve your pelvic floor function right now. So for all my pregnant mamas, having strong and coordinated pelvic floor muscles can reduce the amount of time spent in second stage of labor, which is your pushing phase, improve postpartum recovery and improve sexual function. Now, how's that for some pregnancy motivation? For those pregnant women who aren't experiencing any leakage right now and might be thinking, oh yeah, but I'm fine, so I don't need to do that much exercise. Well, studies show that antenatal pelvic floor strengthening has been shown to reduce your chances of experiencing incontinence in late pregnancy and early postpartum. So even though you may not have issues right now, you can prevent issues from occurring later. So save yourself the hassle and do the work now. So today's episode is a short and sweet intro to the pelvic floor to prepare you for the next few episodes in this series, which will dive deeper into the nitty gritty of the pelvic floor muscles and how to exercise them correctly. But I'd love to leave you all with some homework at the end of each episode, because I think it's one thing to listen, but it's another thing to put everything you've learned into practice so that you can start seeing results soon. And I know you all want to be pelvic floor superstars. So whilst I haven't yet told you exactly how to use these muscles, I think the first step is understanding where these muscles are and becoming familiar with how they might be used. So I've got a few options for you to get to know this area a little better. If you feel comfortable, you can grab a mirror and have a look at your perineum. See what happens when you squeeze and relax your pelvic floor muscles. Alternatively, you can place a hand on the outside of your underwear and squeeze and relax and see what you can feel when you do this. Otherwise, you can just visualize where these muscles are and see what you feel when you squeeze and relax them. It's no longer used very often, but another way to try and connect with your pelvic floor is to try and stop the flow of urine. And the reason we don't use it so much anymore is because it's not entirely an accurate representation of whether your muscles are working well or not. And we also don't want to make women stop their flow and then retain urine. So I'm happy for you to trial that option. Just make sure that you empty your bladder completely afterwards and only try stopping the flow of urine once per week. So there are four things you can try between now and our next episode to get to know your pelvic floor a little better. I'm going to finish off now with some rapid fire questions that I've been asked from my pregnancy posse members about the pelvic floor. And I'm sure many of you have the same questions on the tip of your tongue. First question, what percentage of women can cure stress urinary incontinence, which is leaking with coughing and sneezing with pelvic floor muscle training? So the stats show us that 50% 
50% of women can be cured with pelvic floor muscle training and 72% can be cured and improved, which is fantastic. So this stat excludes pregnancy in the first 12 months postpartum at this stage. So we do need more research in this area, but I think this is a really good and promising start for those women who are wondering how effective pelvic floor muscle training is. Next question, how often should you exercise your pelvic floor muscles during pregnancy? So I'm going to dive deep into this in an upcoming episode, but the short answer is three times per day. Next question, what can cause weakness in the pelvic floor? Again, just a quick answer for today, pregnancy, childbirth, chronic constipation, heavy lifting, and inappropriate exercise are sort of the summary of the things that could potentially harm your pelvic floor. Final question, how do you know if you have a weak or strong pelvic floor and what symptoms would you have? Now, this is a really good question and it's one I'm often asked by my pregnancy posse members. So if you had a weak or dysfunctional pelvic floor, you might notice symptoms such as incontinence, bladder urgency or frequency, vaginal heaviness, difficulties emptying your bladder or bowels or troubles with sex, which includes pain or issues with arousal or orgasm. And the best way to accurately assess your pelvic floor and therefore to know whether or not it is weak is to see your local women's health physio for a proper assessment and tailored exercise plan. I really hope you enjoyed that episode and that you now feel confident about where your pelvic floor muscles are. Please make sure to do your homework before we release episode two so that you feel super comfortable about where these muscles are as we'll be diving in deep about how to contract and relax your pelvic floor properly. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And if you liked what you heard and you want to devour the next four episodes straight away, the entire pelvic floor series is now up inside the Pregnancy Posse program for all members to enjoy. You can trial the Posse for seven days and find out more by visiting the pregnancyposse.com. Thanks again for stopping by and wanting to learn more about your pelvic floor. Trust me, your future self will most definitely thank you for investing your time into this topic. I will catch you soon for episode two.